It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip on Instagram. Book your own trip with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 540 of Locked On Raptors for Wednesday. Wednesday? Third? What? Day? Katie, what day is it? <laughs> it's Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, June 27th. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I don't. I forgot what the typical intro to the show is. That's how much my brain has melted from the heat today. Uh, you can find me, of course, on Twitter at Woodley Sean. You can read my stuff at Raptors HQ. You can follow the podcast at Locked On Raptors. We got <laughs> I might have a stroke on the podcast here, Katie. Uh, <laughs> I've been outside all day, and it's not doing so good for the words. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the show. And of course, please make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network with team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams. There is a team whose free agency questions are particularly interesting to you. Please make sure you're finding the corresponding Locked On show and get all the local perspective on what's going on there. It's a great resource right now to have the entire network covering free agency. We got obviously Locked On NBA as well. I believe Sam Amick was on today's episode of Locked On NBA. Sam Amick, I don't know, he's like one of the only few guys who is plugged into Kawhi even a little bit, it seems. So uh, might be worth a listen there if you're a Raptors fan. And uh, other than that, please subscribe to this show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Himalaya, wherever else you get your podcasts. It's deeply appreciated when you do it. And uh, that's going to do it for the intro. You already heard her voice as she tried to help me through the first part of the podcast. Uh, it's one. Of, it's your favorite and mine. It's Katie Heindel. Katie, how are you? Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm similarly depleted, but not from walking around in the sun all day. Yeah. It's probably because I drank all the rosé in the city <laughs> last night. <laughs> <laughs> you only, so what Katie's referencing is last night at Hoop Talks at the Rivoli, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I th- were you just doing like a Mark Gasol related bit? Was that the whole idea from the rosé from start to finish? Because at like six thirty, an hour before the event, you texted me saying that you were having some rosé, and then you got to the bar and it was you urgently needed rosé. And then the bar like went out of their way to get you some rosé, and then your first utterance when you got on stage was hey this is for Marcus Gasol with your big glass of rosé and I was really impressed if that was the bit the entire time I'm blown away by the commitment to it and so I don't know maybe you're about to crush my dreams right now <laughs> it was half the bit but it's also it's the summer now and rosé is a phenomenal summer beverage mm. it's a great summer drink if you're not familiar it's super refreshing there's many different types, fruit forward, extra dry, 
kind of sweet. I don't like the sweet ones. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to go have a glass before the show, and then I found out Gasol opted in, <laughs> and then I thought right away of him chugging the bottle of rosé on the float in the parade, and uh, I just kept it going. <laughs> it's still insane that he did that. I don't know how he was standing after, because like, if but the parade is pretty crushable, it's fair like, enough. It's a little bit dangerous, hence how I feel today. <laughs> how much of it you can have, yeah. and you know, feel fine the night of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yesterday for me it was like it was really hot out again, and it it kind of just like. Snuck up, snuck up on me quickly because I had a couple beers and they were. I was drinking them like water because it was like, oh, this is so refreshing. I'm so hot and this is great. And then I realized, oh, I haven't eaten for like seven hours. I should probably go step outside and have some food before I fall down at the back of the <laughs> Hoop Talks venue. Uh, which I am glad that like avoided. the bit could could culminate <laughs> on stage. I have to say that was like I didn't think they'd have any. Yeah, and they had it. They went out of their so, way, and I'm very thankful yeah. that it happened because the Gasol joke that you made was amazing, and your panel was very good. I, I had a lot of fun watching it. You, Vivek, and uh, Eric Kareen. It was a lot of. It was a good time. It was you uh, with the feelings fighting against Eric Kareen of the no feelings. It was fantastic. I loved every second of it. Uh, <laughs> it was a charge. There's a lot of charged up energy. There was. There was. <laughs> which I would. Which is surprising. I didn't think anyone would really be that angsty, um, like, in the wake of the title. But I guess the heat kind of gets on everyone's uh, nerves. Not that it was, like, bad. Like, like, like I don't know. There was no animosity. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for that I can't Were find. We, I don't know if it was angst. Who knows what it was. No, it no. Was the rosé a little bit. <laughs> it was spirited debate between people of differing <laughs> views on the sanctity of the awards and stuff like that. It was very good. I had a lot of fun watching all three of you. Uh, Watching Vivek try to uh, just sort of negotiate the the space in between you and Eric was really fun. Um, And the whole night was very good. And thanks to Hoop Talks for putting on it. It was cool to uh, celebrate. I didn't get to talk. I just hung out at the back. Uh, But it was still cool to hang out with with some Raps Internet folks. It was a great time. Shouts to Lewis and shouts to Vivek and shouts to Alex who came out past 11, which is amazing. It was was a good time. Uh, Speaking of Marcus Saul, that's kind of the big news of the last 24 hours or so that we should get to here. We didn't record a podcast yesterday on account of whatever the hell happened yesterday, uh, <laughs> as we've detailed for the first five or six minutes of the podcast. Um, but we did, uh, or before the hoop talks came down, there, there was, of course, as you mentioned, the news that Marcus Saul opted into his contract, $25.6 million. He'll be with the Raptors next season. Katie, what was your reaction when this news came down? Aside from like the the just pressing urge to go drink rosé on a patio, what was the uh, what was your reaction? Are you happy that Marc Gasol is going to be back with the Raptors? Yeah, I am happy, and I think like I'm kind of surprised at how happy it made me right away mm-hmm. when I saw that. You know, like not that I want anyone to go, but yeah, it surprised me. I was I was really stoked. I'm still really stoked, and I think it's a good sign because I feel like. He's extremely stoked on the city. Yeah. Um, and it was just like really no bones about it. It's just like it seemed like he's like, yeah, I'm in, you know? 
Yeah, for sure. Were you, I can't remember if you were a skeptic or not when the trade came down. Yeah, you know, I have my, like, full, full Gasol <laughs> feeling. Of Gasol acting full, I should say. Um, and I think when the trade happened, I was a bit skeptical because I, it was sad to lose JV for this, like, big lumbering stranger. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've come around and he, like, really proved what he is capable of and, like, where he fits on with the team. And to someone's point who said it last night at the panel, like, we've seen him play now. You forget we haven't seen him play all year. Like, yeah. he has not been there all season. So in terms of adjustments and, like, what they can do now, what he can do now and what they can do now with him now working through the summer and going into a new season, I think he's going to be even better next year. Yeah, he was kind of just, like, thrust in, and it was like, hey, uh, we have this sort of weird offense where nothing is really connected. Uh, can you tie it all together, sir? And he did it pretty well. Um, obviously, there was, like, certain points in the postseason where his aggressiveness waned and people got really frustrated with his lack of desire to take shots when they were wide open and they were right there. And he almost seemed like disappointed in himself whenever he did shoot because he's like damn i could have passed to somebody but man uh, <laughs> um so i'm very glad he's back I, I think it's uh you know maybe people will feel differently if Kawhi doesn't stay and you know you'd have that big contract on the books for next year but i think either way you can't really lose if you're the raptors this summer i know losing Kawhi will feel like a loss but to bring back the crew, I mean, it, re- it remains to be seen what's going to happen with Danny Green, but to bring back Gasol and have Lowry and have Ibaka and have sort of the fun, lovable olds paired with, uh, like, Pascal and OG and Fred, like, it's going to be a fun and good team. Like, I'm trying to think of how many teams I think are even better. If they can bring back minus Kawhi, like, say Kawhi leaves, and we'll get to Kawhi a little bit later on in the show, but say he leaves... How many teams are better than the Raptors if they bring back Gasol and Danny Green? Like, I don't know, two in the East, really? Like, it, it's not yeah. many. The East is kind of, I mean, things can change, obviously, and teams can bring in guys, and maybe the Nets get, like, two superstars or whatever, and they're, like, set up to be really good. But as it stands, like, Milwaukee, Philly, and then I kind of think the Raptors would be the third best team, barring some crazy free agency coup for either, like, Boston or... Uh, or the Nets, or some other team, around, like the Pacers, or something like that. Like, do you kind of agree with me there? That no one's really going to be a big of a like a big threat. Yeah, like that. They're probably like the third seed, or like the favorite to be the third seed going in. Yeah, the like barring again, like the, I think one the Gasol thing. I feel like it feels like a good sign to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to read too much into it, obviously, but you know, it feels like a good arbiter of things to come. Um, and then, like, there will, this is going to be, like, a lunatic off-season, yeah. for sure. So I don't want to say, like, no, because if unless something crazy happens, which something crazy is going to happen, so <laughs> there might be a team that's, like, poised to be a bit, like, scarier-looking, in theory. But I also remember this is what happened, like, last, last year, too, going into the season and how much was, like, stacked on Boston. And, like, how threatening the Celtics were supposed to be. And then never materialized. So yeah. I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of scary on paper looking teams after after the dusts of, like, free agency and, like, the whole summer settles. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, Philly Philly and probably the Bucks, And then I think the Nets are going to be 
they're going to keep going on with their wild energy <laughs> and they're probably going to get somebody. So it's going to be an interesting, it'll be a more interesting East than last year. Let's say that. Yeah. I think there'll be more than like four teams that are clearly good. And then the rest is a very big drop off. Like I think it'll be a little mm-hmm. more evenly spread across the board. Um, so maybe the Raptors won't be locks for the three seed, but like, I, I just think a team with Pascal as like the number one option plus Kyle plus Gasol and you know, Ibaka off the bench. They run that two center, you know, you like look again, and then you have OG hopefully coming back, having a bit of a bounce back, and then Fred's like it's a pretty good and still very deep team. They won't be able to do a ton to sort of upgrade significantly because they won't have a lot of money to to work with, but just a couple exceptions and stuff like that. But there's. It's a pretty good team that'll be really good at defense, and I think it'd be kind of fun to watch Pascal do the solo like scoring thing. That said, he's staying, so who cares? Uh. <laughs> yeah, like I heard, I heard it's a pretty good team. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I've been hearing. <laughs> um, yeah, and if like Kawhi comes back, yeah, I think they go in as like the title favorites, not just East favorites. But we can get to that another time. Um, what should Marcus all be doing this summer to celebrate his uh, return to Toronto? Just going to Spain, <laughs> drinking rosé. If I were Marcus all, that's what I would do. Um, I don't know. I kind of hoped. I kind of hoped that Lowry going to like on vacation to Spain had something to do with Marcus all, and yeah. maybe Ibaka getting in his ear in the season and just talking about how beautiful Spain was and giving him maybe access to a vacation property or two. <laughs> um, I think Mark should just have like a great summer of, of his choice, whatever he wants to do. I mean, last summer he, he rescued refugees in his spare time. Yeah. The summer before he planted an organic garden and worked out in his garage <laughs> a lot. So I think this summer I wouldn't mind to see Marcus all just like kick back a little bit. Yeah, I wonder if now, I'm pretty sure what happened at the end of the season was he was living in Toronto in like a hotel room or like oh, someone's oh. condo and like his family he was still... Get a, he should get some property. Yeah, I think he should get a place at least, like at least rent <laughs> for a year because, yeah, I would like to have his family with him. That would be nice, I think. I, I mean, I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing nice his family was too. finishing up school and stuff in Memphis, but I, uh, I would hope that he'll move his life up here. If it doesn't cause him too much upheaval, that'd be cool. And uh, I'm very glad he's back. It's a lot of fun. Marcus all rules. He's just like, yeah, maybe it's not like the best to have a 35 year old center making 26 million dollars. If you want to be all dunked on about it, like yeah, you can get, you can do it, I suppose. But I just kind of think aesthetically, whether Kawhi's gone or not, like he makes the team more fun to watch. If Kawhi is gone, like it's just he will be sort of a more focal point, which will be a lot of fun. Like we saw what he could do at the start of this past season with Memphis before they got horrible and things kind of fell off the rails there. Like he was putting up like 18 points a game and was killing it, and it'd be kind of cool to see him kind of get the opportunity to recapture that a little bit. Even if Kawhi's back, I think he'll get a chance to do that just because maybe they'll spread it around a little bit more. Maybe they find a rotation pattern where Gasol is the number one option a little bit more often. Like. It was so weird, the rush to get Gasol in the lineup and just, like, find chemistry immediately and then, like, have the optimal playoff rotation. It'll be cool to see him have 82 games just to kind of screw around and be Marc Gasol and throw cool passes. I look forward to he's, it very much. He's really come so far from that guy who stood there at the side when they did their, like, when Lowry did his intro. Yeah. 
routine and Gasol was the only one standing there didn't know what was happening so like <laughs> now now look at what he's doing at, at the parade yeah also like money wise and like salary cap futures wise this does line up very well with sort of the timeline the Raptors are on right now is you know we got Abaka Lowry Fred and Gasol all expire at the end of next season. It's like ninety million bucks coming off the books at the end of next season, for yeah, like, just with, a cool ninety mil. Yeah, just like a lot, like <laughs> almost the whole cap, uh, just not there anymore. And that'll be interesting. I know it's not like a great free agent class or anything, but uh, to have that like extra money to work around with, whether it's to bring back Gasol or Bach, I can't imagine they'll look to bring back Gasol after next year. Depending, on, I mean, I guess it depends on what he wants money wise, but. Um, like the the Kyle Lowry legacy contract that I really really am rooting for, you can work on that. But you'll have a lot of money to play with next summer, which is exciting and cool. Um, we can move on from Gasol if you want. It, I'm happy he's back. It's cool. He's great. I am using the same four words because my brain hurts. Uh, so excuse me for that. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Let's move on to another guy who is on vacation, Kawhi Leonard. Man, I did not, I wasn't prepared for this today. I wasn't really, like, I thought Kawhi was still bumming around Toronto. I didn't really know what he was doing. But apparently he's in Barbados. And uh, there was a, a photo taken, a, a selfie that he took with somebody. I'm not sure who the somebody was, where he's wearing a Blue Jays jersey. That was a cause of a lot of excitement in these parts. Uh, there was a rumor going around that this was a trip that was offered to him for free. <laughs> like, by one of the crazy companies really sort of being corny about the whole Kawhi staying thing. And, oh, Katie's just sent me the picture of Kawhi. No, I did something wrong. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, you just took a screenshot of uh, our, of our Skype conversation. That's good. Uh, I'm trying to take a picture, and I don't know how, of scrolling through the slideshow that TMZ had. I thought it was just the boat photos, but there's another photo of Kawhi Leonard on the beach in beautiful floral swim trunks. Oh no, I gotta okay. His, up to his up to his ankles in this like turquoise water. Is this on the TMZ pic- site? Holding a picnic basket. <laughs> Is this on the TMZ page? Yeah. yeah. It's on TMZ and everybody needs to go see it. Launch gallery. Okay, we're gonna go picture by picture here and break them down. How about that, Katie? I so, love it. Everyone go to tmz.com slash 2019 slash 06 slash 27 slash Kawhi dash Leonard dash floating dot dash beach dash Barbados backslash. Go to that website now and you can follow along with us as we join us. I haven't seen any of the pictures except for the one that I'm looking at right now, which is number one of 10. Uh, they're on the floaty, him and his girlfriend. She's having the time of her life. He looks terrified. Pain. <laughs> he looks, yeah. yeah. He looks either like he's scared or that his knee hurts still. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. how he looked after he dunked on Giannis. <laughs> I don't like that he d- 
doesn't have his life jacket done up, and yeah. also because it looks like they're going at such speed, it's like blown open across his chest. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a boat in the background. Did they almost have a collision with this boat? Or is that like no, a stationary so. fishing vessel that's not moving? Yeah, I feel like that's like a boat that looks like it's anchored from what's that rope on the front of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're just ripping around, but maybe that maybe it freaked Kawhi out. I also love how the thing is called Great Big Mabel. It's the name of yeah. the floaty. That should be the yeah. next New Balance shirt. <laughs> <laughs> His girlfriend looks like she's having the best time. I'm. She looks she like me. Fun. He looks like he like he did when he dunked on Giannis. He looks like me when he dunked on Giannis. <laughs> or she looks like me. Next, yeah. The next photo. Okay, number two of ten. Oh, he's getting more comfortable. He... Yeah, he's lifting his, but I think his legs are up due to sheer velocity. He's either more comfortable or he's got a wedgie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do like to see that Kawhi wears uh, short, tight shorts under his swim trunks. Yeah, that's an interesting move. Not something I feel like I've that's ever an done. Extreme athlete like can't take the can take the athlete on vacation, but you can't take the <laughs> weight. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think I totally, I sort of get it, yeah. He's like, I gotta wear my compression shorts at all times, basically. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's for the, it's for the quads. Gotta keep those quads compressed. <laughs> Are they about to, has the boat driver done like the circle thing where the, like the wake gets all churny? Is, are they about to go over a jump? Is that what Kawhi is preparing for here? No, I think uh, maybe they're just hitting like uh, the boat the boat chop, you know? Right. And the thing's kind of going da 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 like along the water. Right. Another thing that's... maybe he just, like, wanted to get more into it. Yeah, I think, like, maybe his girlfriend... Do we know his girlfriend's name? I feel like we... No, I feel like we really should. Yeah. We don't know his girlfriend's name, so we'll just keep calling him his girlfriend. Yeah. And so... He... Like, maybe she egged him on to, like, enjoy it more because he was being a sourpuss about it or something like that. And now he's, like, really trying to, like, lean into it. Maybe that's what's going on here. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even in this photo, the the, unja- the undone life jacket is a little more unsettling as well. It looks like it's flying off even further, which is not good. Life jackets are important. All right, picture number three. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a smile, yes. I think he's finally gotten into it. <laughs> he's trying to smile through it, maybe. He's found his comfort zone on Great Big Mabel. <laughs> he's I think, holding on, at least. I think he's like found his handholds. Yeah, yeah. I think Great Big Mabel might be the name of the podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got it. Yeah, alright, so we're going to the next one here. Uh, this is weird. I guess, oh, okay, uh, I, I see it now. The boat's doing the whole circle thing. It's not a very long rope that they're attached to. No, I don't think so, but I kind of like that. Oh, this is like also, this is a zoomed out version of photo one. This is zoomed out photo, photo one. Oh. Her facial expression is the exact same. True. The joy that's well, on it's good it. to get the whole picture. Yeah. <laughs> that other boat is really... Make, causing me anxiety though I don't know it's too close to, there's too much going on here there's so much open ocean and three boat. vessels and yeah there shouldn't be three boats slash floaties yeah. in one spot but there's, you gotta let it go yeah maybe I should <laughs> <laughs> all 
Alright, photo five. They continue. Oh, his girlfriend is, uh... She's tipping over. A little wobbly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this they is a zoomed-out version of photo three. Hmm? This is a zoomed-out version of photo three, I believe. I like this one oh, better. Okay. This one's much better than photo three. <laughs> Because you get the full picture. Yeah. And you see now why he maybe looked a little bit concerned. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe the concern is for his girlfriend. Because, yeah, she might be uh-huh. ready to bail. <laughs> she's lost she's her... she's still laughing. She is. She's lost her handholds, though. And uh, as someone who's scared of tubing and stuff like that, I, I like, as soon as I lose the handholds, I'm, I'm toast. Yeah, I will say about tubing and, like, people that are maybe giving this picture flack, like, I also don't like these kinds of activities because I don't feel like you're ever actually having fun or relaxed. You're just concentrating really hard for, like, the amount of time that you're on that thing to yeah. not fall off. At least I am, you Yeah. Know? This one, I guess, is a little more stable. It's more of a sort of joyride type thing where you know it's tricky to fall off Great Big Mabel, but I, yeah, I'm not a tubing guy. I'm not, like, a summer person mostly so the water sports for me <laughs> no thank you i i not a very good swimmer i don't like being on boats it's the worst are you a boat person yeah i'm afraid so oh no oh, boat people i one time was at a cottage with my girlfriend's family and they decided they were going to go on a boat ride and i was like all right i guess we're going on a boat ride and they did not detail that it was going to be like a four-hour boat ride. And I, I don't know if I've had a more uncomfortable day in my entire life. <laughs> I hate it. I'm not a like a speedboat person. Like my my dad's a big sailboat guy. Okay. So but we've always had a sailboat. Just like small sailboats growing up. But Very cool. You know, I'm pretty comfortable out there. Mm. <laughs> I'm more of a that, paddle boat guy. That's an extremely chill way to take to the water. Typically. Yeah. The, the extent of me, like, I'll canoe sometimes, uh, but I like a paddle boat where I can, if there's a cup holder, and I can just, like, hang a fishing line off of it. It's kind of my, the extent of my boat liking. <laughs> uh, I'm the anti-Marcus all. Let's go to picture number six. Still with the floaty. Haven't gotten to the good stuff just yet. Um, but I think now they've slowed down because she looks kind of relieved. She's laughing. Yeah. And Kawhi's like leaning back and then the whole contraption is kind of tipped back more. Yeah. So I and I think like the wave from behind is about down. to hit them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's a good one. All right. Picture number seven. <laughs> this is a good Did expression. Did it start up again? I can't tell. Or is this just from the side? Yeah. Because that's quite far off the surface of the water the front there i don't know what's going on there this might be as they're slowing down as sort of the the drag is pulling up the thing yeah i think this is as they're slowing down i think they're getting close to beach time Uh, this water looks nice though it does it looks beautiful uh picture eight okay Kawhi has nice toes like he's got, you know, some, well, most people's feet look fucking gnarly, yeah. but he has barely nice, like I would almost say elegantly shaped feet. Hey, that's New Balance right there. Just, uh, yeah. contouring your feet perfectly. Uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. All right. So now we're on the beach. 
They've come to the oh, the picnic basket, the cooler. What's in the cooler, first of all? Like, not that much. Probably just a couple cans of something. <laughs> right? Yeah. I want to know what it is. I do, too. What his alcoholic drinks are. Hey, is there alcohol and desserts in there? Maybe one in, one in each. Right, yeah. Uh, he's also with Jeremy Castleberry, the Raptors' assistant coach. That's who's there in the background with him. Um, Interesting. So maybe that's good news? I don't know. I agree. I like his floral swim trunks. Much better than Jeremy Castleberry's uh, Walmart ass. Just straight red. <laughs> Please go to the next picture, everyone. Okay. Picture number nine. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's looking at a fish almost this is beautiful and I feel sad like I want to photoshop the other dude out <laughs> because another one, this would be so beautiful <laughs> you can I'm just my hand is over top of Jeremy Castleberry now and I'm just looking at but I don't Kauai want to crop because I like the, the tree there there's a very nice tree I guess it's like a mangrove uh-huh. or some, some sort of tree it's very nice um, who could say as someone who uh, is shaped more like Jeremy Castleberry than Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> I appreciate the representation, but <laughs> yeah, Kawhi is definitely the star of this photo. Again, I'm not sure what he's looking at. for getting this angle. Yeah, it's creepy, but congrats, I guess. <laughs> Can you see what's in the... I'm going to blow this up, I think. No, I've been staring at the picnic basket. What is basket. in the picnic basket? There's got to be... Alright, there's a yellow thing. Is that sunscreen? I don't know if it's sunscreen. Uh, I don't think Kawhi would need to put his sunscreen in the picnic basket. Fair. Maybe it's chips. Could be chips. Like a Lay's. Oh, you know what it might be? Like a whipped cream can? It's not a Lay's. I think it might be whipped cream. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Alcohol and desserts. <laughs> uh, and picture you number 10. first. Picture number 10. Oh, we get another shot of Great Big Mabel. He's got snorkel gear. And I think, is that a shopper's drug bag? Oh. I can't tell. It looks like it. I don't know if it is. But, yeah, th- that was not protruding from the basket at first. Mm-hmm. Have they... Oh, is this leaving the the picnic? Maybe they've kept their own garbage and are bringing it back because they're good Samaritans. Uh... Yeah, it's hard. clearly these photos are not in the correct order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whether they're unloading Great Big, Big Mabel or they're loading it back up, I'm not sure. I'm really fascinated by the snorkel gear. I, I Envisioning Kawhi snorkeling is a very appealing to thing that. to me. Yeah. Uh, also, that must be the wife-girlfriend of Jeremy Castleberry, who's there in the background. She's holding uh, what looks like a copper tone SPF 30 or something like that. And then a tanning oil bottle, which love that stuff. It's the best smelling stuff in the world. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they smell good and also are snorkeling. This is good. Uh, is that it for the pictures? Yeah. That's it. Wow. That's it for now. Yeah, the last three really are the were, were really sort of hits home good ass pictures at the end here still want to know what the yellow thing is in the in the basket want to know what the bag is but 
maybe. If you got any intel, let yeah. us know. And where did the selfie with the other guy come from? Do you have any idea? No, I just saw it floating around on Twitter. I don't know where it originated from. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, the TMZ story, as it turns, it says, quote, as it turns out, a Canada-based tourism company made an offer to the Claw earlier this month for an all-expenses-paid trip to the island if he agreed to stay with the Raptors. So did we just break some free agency news? That would be nice. I don't think so, TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kawhi's girlfriend is named, is named in here. Kishel Shipley is her name. There we go. Yes. Good. Uh, so good. Good. very glad they've all had a good time. Uh... <laughs> the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There, I guess there was Kawhi news today, sort of-ish. Uh, the Lakers made a bunch of moves and have cap space now. Apparently they're going to get a meeting with Kawhi. I don't really buy their chances. Uh, and then the Clippers are also going to get a meeting. And then the Raptors are going to have the hammer. According to Woj, they're going to have the last meeting with Kawhi, the last chance to make a pitch to him. Um, Katie, do you have any doubts about Masai Ujiri's ability to use the last word to his advantage? Because I can't imagine you leave a room with Masai without any other meetings to go to and think, yeah, I'm going to go uh, sign with Lawrence Frank. No, I mean, Masai's a closer. Like, he yeah. is in all things, 100%. And I feel like he is also probably just going to play it extremely cool. Yeah. Not too cool. Not cool, like, disinterested. Yeah. But I honestly think at this point, like, they've made their intentions pretty clear. I don't doubt that they've had conversations with him, you know, continually about what they want to give him, what they can offer him here if he stays. But I think he doesn't go into that. I think, like, the Lakers are going to be despo. And it's going to come off, like, a real despo when they talk to him. And I feel like Kawhi not the type of person who seems like he vibes with that. Yeah. Um, the Clippers, who knows what they're doing. I don't like Lou Williams, like, tampering, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> because he couldn't figure out how to get... TV channels in Toronto or whatever. Yeah, and also um, Lou Williams said that all of that he was extremely offended he didn't get an offer from the Raptors after his six yeah, of the year season. He's, so it's a revisionist history, yeah, you know, and that's fine. Whatever, yeah. say what you want. We all say what we want on podcasts. <laughs> um, but I think back back to the original question. Uh, I think Masai just goes in there and is like, look, like. You know, you know, <laughs> we've already <laughs> talked about it. He might, he might do some more like, yeah, I'm sure they offered you X, Y, Z, but you know, back to what we can do for you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, he's not going to be, he's not going to like, he's going to, they're there like in that he's going to be, they're in like the position to be the hammer, but I don't think they really need to be at this point, you know? Yeah. I, I wonder like, I don't think Kawhi is a person who's going to be, like, 
turned off by the weird like billboards around LA, like the very weird billboards that are going on, like the Toronto is in Canada one that doesn't make any sense. Um, I do wonder how much though, just like the thirst with which the Clippers are very clearly making this pitch is going to turn him away because like it's been all season, right? The reporting's been all year that Lawrence Frank has been like hanging around like a creep and Lou Williams does his thing and like the Clippers have made it very known that they're all in for Kawhi and I wonder if like that like I'm not making any statements or anything because I don't think anyone knows what Kawhi really thinks or feels um, or prefers in like his suitors but I do find it like really interesting just like how much the Clippers have shown their ass and how bear it's gonna be if he doesn't sign there like it's gonna be pretty embarrassing i think and i I don't know what their backup plan is but it's pretty funny (laughs) if it doesn't work out for them considering how far they've jumped into it well the raptors all along have just been like yeah no we know we're pitching like they've been the Kawhi of suitors for Kawhi. they've been very just chill and like yeah we, we believe in what we're doing we we have alex mckechnie and we won the title like Here's the ring. This is our pitch. And based on what we know about Kawhi, which, again, is not much, I I would think that would be sort of the preferred style of pitch, but I don't know. They should just, like, lay down in front of him, like, wheel in on a really beautiful cart and then, like, reveal (laughs) and lay down in front of him, like, a beautiful slice of cake and then, like, an extremely cold beer or something. (laughs) because I feel like that's a really good point. Like, they're not only necessarily jeopardizing what they're working with this year. If they if they really fucked this up, then even if Kawhi was thinking of going there maybe after another year in Toronto, is he going to even want to do that anymore? Hmm. You know, would it, would it be enough for him to start looking elsewhere? Yeah. Maybe. And there'd be other teams with, like, space and stuff, I'm sure, who would yeah. emerge, right? That's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, like, for the Clippers to sort of keep their powder this dry for this thing, and then if for it not to happen, I wonder if they would just, like, all right, we'll be fine again for another year, we'll just be cheap and, like, average, and be okay with that? I don't know. It's kind of weird to think about, but... Cheap and average. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, uh... That's what... If I had a dating profile, that's what would be on it. <laughs> I also think it's not like taking the Raptors out of the equation in a, in a sense, but like saying that it wouldn't be the worst decision for Kawhi to stay just based on where he wants to look ahead and think about where he wants to go next, given all the moves that are going to happen this summer. Yeah. And then like how those are actually going to shake out next season, because like, look, at what, look at what's happened with like Chris Paul, look yeah. at what's happened with the Celtics. Like those are supposed to be these huge, like, you know, franchise changing moves and they've kind of like imploded. So with like a lot of really big talent set to move around this summer. And like, I don't think Kawhi wants to go to a, like a non-stable environment. Like he wants to go somewhere where he can continue to be a competitor. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think like if there is anything we can infer that does matter to him, I think it's the 
like it's the health thing. It's it's like the maintenance of his health and uh-huh. the, the 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 team that he's playing for fully being invested in his health and like the trust there and then I think winning. Like he wants to win and I think the reason he left the Spurs is because he didn't have the first part and if you got both with the Raptors, yeah, like it, it does make sense. It is objectively the best to sit, like the best place to stay. I mean, we don't know what the Clippers can do with their second max slot. There's not that many guys really available compared to all the max slots out there across the league. So I don't know what you even sort of can, like what their backup plan would be if they don't get a second star. But yeah, it just, Toronto seems like the best spot. And the the free agent class next summer is not particularly good. And Uh so maybe you enter that as like the real bell of the ball. I mean, he already kind of is. Yeah, like, like get like get a hell of a deal out of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's all very interesting. I'm looking forward to it happening. I the the blood wars between Clippers fans and Raptors fans on the internet have kind of gotten too intense for my taste. I made a tweet about Lou Williams that someone put into a moment, and then a bunch of Clippers fans started like replying at me. Uh, so oh I, boy! So I deleted the tweet. <laughs> Don't put my tweet in moments. They're stupid, and then I get normies in my mentions. It's annoying as hell. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we can probably leave it there. Tomorrow we're gonna have a podcast with uh, Robert Flom, who writes for the SB Nation Clippers site. He's been on the podcast before. We're gonna talk about this weird, like Clippers Raptors bizarro rivalry oh thing wait we didn't right uh we didn't talk about one important vacation still oh right <laughs> the man who's gonna get a ring but got to go on vacation oh, early greg monroe sweet sweet greg yeah sweet greg, greg so yeah happy. what's going on what's he I doing mean, on vacation oh, greg's like been on vacation greg been on vacation he's been on <laughs> vacation for at least a week and a half uh-huh. um and he started in Perry, and he was there for a really long time. And it, the best thing are just like his moments, because he's just doing like full panos, and then he's going like yeah, yeah, in like the background <laughs> of everything. And but he's still like keeping up with the news. Like when um, when Giannis won, he said congratulations to my Greeky Freaky, <laughs> my Greeky Freaky. <laughs> Which is extremely cute. Um, and then he, like, in the meantime, is just, like, strolling in the, um, what is it, those beautiful, but famous French gardens. Um, he's, like, under the Eiffel Tower. Uh-huh. He's, like, at the Louvre. And then he went to Monaco. Oh, Immediately awesome. after. Yeah. He's in Monaco, and then he seemed to have met up with Otto Porter Jr. and a couple other people because he was driving around topless on a speedboat with Otto <laughs> Porter Jr., and it looked like a lot of fun. That was just yesterday, I think. Did they have a great big Mabel? No. Oh. They were just cruising, I think, just in like around in and around Monaco. <laughs> well, that sounds like a blast. But I, uh... as we know from last season... Last summer, uh-huh. Greg Monroe did go on a vacation at the end of it, but we were mostly teasing him about carrying water around. Yeah, and, he went to uh, Mexico, this right? Vacation, yeah, he yeah. went to Mexico, but he just seems very much more like on vacation. He's got great outfits. He's eating good food. He just looks extremely comfortable and happy. 
What is yeah? What does he have to worry about? He's got a ring coming Nothing. to him, right? Like <laughs> he's he's on cloud nine. Um, I his fashion has come a very long way, and I think I'm going to attribute it to Jimmy Butler <laughs> rubbing off on him a little bit. Yeah, that's a that's a good theory. I like it. I like how he sort of built in. Like he was always gonna get a ring if an East team won the title. I guess he didn't play for the Bucks this year, but like if Boston, Philly, or Toronto won, he was getting a ring either way. It's very yeah. Cool. Isn't that an amazing, very like, I don't know. I feel like what a way to play it. Oh yeah. Maybe Greg Monroe's the smartest player of them all. <laughs> he calculated uh, all those trades just so he could always know that he was gonna get a ring for sure. Katie, are you prepared for the reality in which Greg Monroe does not get an NBA contract next year? No, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. I just want to make sure, because I think it's on the table. And honestly, if he's happy with traveling the world, then I'm happy for him. But I just want you to know, I, I, will, I will support you. I'll, I'll offer you... Uh, you will be consoled if he does not play, but I, I'm just, I'm concerned about this. I'm concerned for you, Katie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't, haven't been thinking about it, and I can't, but um, <laughs> if, if because you're pressing me, I feel like if he doesn't, he he's the kind of person I could see going and playing somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, like, really be. making the most of it. Oh, he'll play in Spain and just, like, walk the countryside. Because he's a jet setter now. I think he loves Europe. Him and Gwyneth Paltrow, they're just like, gotta get back to Europe. Wait, they're not together on this trip, right? Oh, no. Did you oh. never hear that quote? It was like, it was like, if you Google like top 10 Gwyneth Paltrow quotes, one of them was just like, I have to get back to Europe. I no context. to get back to Europe. I can't type right now. That's okay. I but have I feel like to uh, back her, and, her and Greg. <laughs> uh, I don't see this right now. Oh, yeah, I have to get back to Europe. I see. It's <laughs> the 25 most pretentious Gwyneth Paltrow quotes. There it is. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's a good place to leave it. I'm glad Greg's having himself a vacation. I hope he's hydrated. I'm barely hydrated. I've had, like, seven liters of water today, and I'm still not hydrated. So. Yeah, I gotta drink my Snapple and lie down, I think. Snapple? I'm mad yeah. at Snapple. Do you have a plastic or glass bottle? It's plastic, which made me pretty mad when I got yeah. it. I was really stupid. Confused. Yeah, it's really dumb. Snapple, go back to glass. Yeah, why would you, like, go to, like... Don't go to do plastic read, at this time. Do they at this read moment? the news? <laughs> like, yeah. God, yeah. I got one and I was very disappointed because it felt like glass. Almost. It was like it's like a harder plastic. Um, yeah, which I mean, probably talking, takes longer to break down. About Snapple, Snapple bottles now. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It's okay. It's the end of the podcast. No one listens to this part anyway. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, we could leave leave it there and stop giving uh, the dumb bad iced tea company who switched from glass to plastic more free advertising. Uh, we can wrap it there, Katie. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can people check out your work lately? Lately? Ooh, I guess just like for now, um, basketball feelings. Yeah. Uh, the Instagram. Um, and then 
The, oh, yeah, thank you. I started an Instagram account to accompany Basketball Feelings because I realized, if, like, I don't know if other people have this, but there's so many fucking photos on my phone of basketball players hugging and making cool faces and on vacation, like, through the years as if I took them and, like, they're my memories. Mm-hmm. So I wanted a place to put them all um, and also clear some room from my phone. Uh, so that. And then uh, NBA Summer Vacation Watch it might just have to live on through basketball feelings. So keep keep your eyes peeled for that first edition. Somebody pick up uh, Summer Vacation Watch. Uh, any publication, do it. It's the best. Uh, Please, I'm snap glad, up anyone. I'm glad and thankful you have brought Summer Vacation Watch in part to this podcast. It's very, very cool. And I uh, appreciate it very much. My pleasure. Uh, all right, Katie. Thanks so much. Uh, at whatevs on Twitter. You can find me at Woodley Sean. Please subscribe, rate, review, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. It's very much appreciated. And that is going to do it. Oh, We the Champs. Please get We the Champs. You can go to stores to buy it. You can go to uh, Amazon or Indigo online to buy it. You can go to Triumph Books' website if you want to get it direct from the source. Uh, also, if you, they're probably all gone by now, but Alex went into the Indigo at Eaton Center today and just left a bunch of messages inside of a lot of the books. If you want to go get one of those special ones from Indigo, uh, maybe run right, excuse me, maybe run right now. I have the hiccups, Katie. What the hell? <laughs> it just happened to me. Just happened to me. So, yeah, go check that out. I'm probably going to go do something special with books in Hamilton. If you're in Hamilton or Burlington or the surrounding area and want to pick up a book, Keep an eye out. I'm going to have a cool little thing going on with those in the next couple days as well. And uh, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will talk to you next time with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 